Hello and welcome to the Mist Rolling In podcast. I'm not quite sure what episode this is, but I think we're going to call it Hoot and Out. We are. I, they already know are. that looking at the title as they're listening to it. So there we go. It's the world we live um, in. It's technology is mental, isn't it? Uh, uh, well, as of recording right now, he's not out. Yeah. But myself, Jacob Staten and JJ Armstrong are really hoping he is. JJ, how are you? I mean, you've sort of gone straight in at the business end there. Uh, <laughs> laid it all out on the table <laughs> in the introduction. First 20 seconds straight in. We want him out. Uh, yeah. Jugular. I'm all right. In, in, in personal terms, I'm fantastic. In forest terms, I absolutely hate it. How about you? Yeah, absolutely the same. Yeah, I mean, personal terms, I got I got married. Uh, well done. Five days, four, four days ago. Yeah, crowd are going mental. Happened. The crowd are going mental. Third time lucky. Third time lucky. So, uh, quids in. What, and what to do it was. What to do it was. And what to do. Well, yeah, what to do. Miss Rolling reunion. Hopefully we'll have, a, we'll have some kind of snap of the three of us. Uh, I don't think we do. As it were. Well, hopefully just the two of us then. Well, I don't think we do. Well, there might be a picture of me. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose we need to we need to start this uh, where we kind of left off last time, which was the uh, which was the derby game, JJ. Yeah, so the derby game a whole two weeks ago before the international break, which as it stands seems like a lifetime away, but um, I try my best to remember it. I often sit there and watch it and try and not really look at the screen too much because it's always a bit of a pain. But <laughs> um, well, early thoughts um, when the team got announced, I generally thought, it was pretty spot on uh, with the omission of Gate and Bong, of course, who is the worst player to ever put on a Forest shirt. I don't know how many times we really need to say that. But yeah, we had Johnson, Carvalho, Zinkadego with Taylor up front instead of Graben. We had Garner back. It felt like this was our time to kick on and play well. Um, can't say really much of that happened. Um it wasn't the most memorable game. They scored early doors and for a large part of the game, I was dreading it, thinking this is where we lose the the Brian Clough trophy. But all in all, we got a point. Brennan Johnson goal. What more could just for on that front? We didn't lose, which is fine, but we didn't win either. Um, so we, we got our first point of the season, but just felt like we could have been quite a lot better. Yeah, yeah, I agree with the, the, the starting lineup. Um, Bong is the only one for me that should have been admitted, especially with Max Lowe on the bench. Um, I'm sure he would have been well up for playing against his former club as well. Um, their goal, I mean, you could probably point a finger at Bong, you could probably point a finger at Joe Worrell, but at the end of the day, it was a good pass and a very good finish. Um, I've seen a few people, I saw, well, I saw a few people at the time try and almost pin something on Samba and I'm not in his number, I'm not his number one in his fan club anymore, but I don't think he could do it. It's just a good finish, just a good finish. But, um, and, and again, saw a few people say, you know, our first half performance wasn't great. I don't think we were that bad altogether, really. But the, the second half really stood out. Um, I, I had a bit of a goalkeeping howler for our equaliser, but it was well struck from a, you know, Brennan Johnson, who was, you know, 
it, it was a, it was great to watch. I think overall, not losing the trophy is always going to be huge, especially being as though it's been so long now. Uh, and with everything that's going wrong at the club at the minute, that, that felt good. But, and I'll, I'll never say I wish we'd lost so he got sacked type thing, but it's just... Um, well, I did see... A stay, a stay of execution. I did see a, a lot of that on Twitter. A few Forest fans hoping that he would lose um, just so we could get out, which, I mean, I want him out, but not under those circumstances. Like, I, I still no. want us to not lose against Derby. So very bizarre behavior from the first ones that did do that. However, we got a point. It is what it is. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it just, just really just touching on the whole wanted us to lose. So he gets sacked type thing. I, you know, if we're sat here in six months time and we're top of the league because Chris Hewton's turned it around, nobody will swallow their words quicker than me. I don't think it'll happen. I don't think it'll be our manager, but you know, I'd more than happily accept that because it means my club is doing well. But um, yeah, uh, it, good result. We didn't lose the trophy. We got a first point on the board. Bit of a bit more of a spirited display, but and uh, as long- as the theory doesn't really check out because we did lose the next game, and he's still fucking here, so it doesn't quite work out. Yes, so on to the Cardiff game, which we were both in attendance at, weren't we, JJ? We were. We had um, high hopes of recording another section like we did before because I think if anyone listened to the podcast where we were there against Bournemouth, you could hear us get drunker and drunker. And I thought it was quite it was, a good segment. It was, um, pissed, it was pissed up dynamite. Pissed up dynamite, yeah. Um, so we were going to do that. Just completely but forgot to hit record. <laughs> we, we may have gotten a little too pissed up before we started recording. So, uh, whoopsie. It, ap- but, it uh, happens to the best of us. Ne- needles to say, as Alan Partridge would say. Um, the, the first half was actually probably the best. Well, it, well, I say actually, I mean, for me, probably the best half of football we've seen this season. We scored a very good goal. We It was still a bit too, I mean, direct for how I like to watch football, but we moved it quickly, which was something that Chris Hewton, it's, it's probably my main bugbear with him, is that everything that this club does at the minute is slow. Um, and then we got into half-time with a 1-0 lead, great goal. Um, dare I say happy. Uh, and well, then, we, had a, we had a pint. Carlin, which we've slated before, but gotta say, yeah. at that half it time, down. it went down quite well. Uh, yeah, it's actually pretty nice, uh, and probably once again the world's greatest pie. So we were yeah. we were content at half time, and I looked to you, Jacob, and I said, "Right, let's go back out there, watch them bring some subs on, and watch them beat us." And what happened? We went out, they brought some subs on and they beat us. Um, a, sh- a shocking first goal to concede. Uh, which you, This goal is the kind of goal that I would not expect a Chris Hooten team to concede. This this, this this first goal is the thing that he should have eradicated from his club and we would be in a much better position. A, a, ball, a, you know, a basic free kick comes in and... It, it just blows my mind how they're all stood there like statues of the mouth, mouths open, and then this ball just hits the back of the net. It, it, it 
happens again and again and again and again and again. And it's what he was meant to have been brought to the club to to to, to drive out. Mm. Um, and then the second goal, I I feel a, remiss. To st- it, it it was a good goal. We could have done more in the build up to prevent it, but it was decent play and a good goal. But then after that, we did nothing. You know, we, Ryan Yates, I mean, it's technically a shot on target. It, well, I mean, obviously it was on target. The keeper makes a meal out of saving. He could have just caught it. That's the only effort on goal. Are we, and it's just, I think I heard, I think I've read something on Twitter saying that, you know, if Mick McCarthy can make substitutions that change a game, then surely our manager can. This mm. is Mick McCarthy we're talking about. But no, it ended with another 2-1 home loss. That's three on the bounce in the league and it's another game another home game where we've been in a position to at least get a point and this one you know three points because we had the the lead for once but I don't, I, I don't know what I don't know I don't know what defence of it what defence of that performance especially the second half I could bring yeah yeah it was uh, one of those where first half was alright I think the the referee throughout the game was continuously frustrating. He was awful. Um, so didn't help any sort of level of frustration in that respect. Really, really bad referee. Um, second half though, I think you hit the nail on the head. It was just poor. And the frustration that was ringing out, particularly in the stand we were in, can't speak for any other stands, but we had a view of basically for 20, 30 minutes, ball makes its way to Bruce Samba. Bruce Samba will twat it to probably one of the tallest sides in the division who dispatch it back with ease. None of our players really challenged for it. And we sort of hit the reset button. That was that was it. And there was no intent. It was just really boring and frustrating to watch. Um, yeah. And it felt like any time the ball was in our box, the players just seemed to crumble. They looked scared. They looked panicked. It, it was just not a pretty sight at all. A lot of flapping going on. Um, and once again, just felt inevitable. Yeah. Especially once the first goal went in, it felt inevitable. Mm. So I suppose as we picked, as we started at the, the start of the podcast, I kind of have a weird feeling. I, I had a weird, I think I said to you, JJ, in the game, that I think you'll get at least maybe one more. Obviously, I don't want him to, but at least maybe one more based on the fact that they've made all these signings on deadline day and only Jed Spence played, I want to say. Yeah. So, you know, with Rodrigo, Eli, um, Xander Silva, I feel like there's one more as well. Draga. Yes, with, the, with those ready to come in, I feel like he could probably make an argument for himself to say, well, I've signed these and I haven't been given a chance with them yet. So that's probably yeah. that's probably why he's not gone already. But yeah, it just seems like a waste of an international window where we could have had somebody new in straight away. You know, I mean, there's no smoke without fire with Chris Wilder and John Terry being talked about. I know John Terry's gone on his Insta story very millennial manager of Insta story today to say he's not interested in the job right now. Um, basically, basically backing Chris up, which is you know it's quite nice to see. But it seems like a wasted opportunity. But 
it feels inevitable now what's going to happen because I don't know. I don't, you know, I think these players could be pretty decent, but I don't know if they're decent enough to turn this around. It's not, for me, and I think this is going to come on to our next, we've got a little cheeky little segment coming up, which is uh, going to cover this, but I don't know what Chris Hewton can do to turn this around because I don't have any faith in what he's trying to do. Mm. And I think it does have a degree of inevitability about it because looking at his form, you know, we're starting, I think it was 108 years. He's had a 26% win, win percentage. We just have that, just, Go on. Sorry, just to put that into context, um, a, a, a decent to... Or, I'm trying to think, like a, an average slash above average manager, their win ratio should be around about 45%. Mm. And... And his is 26. Yeah, it, Sky Sports showed a graphic last 12 championship results. Not a single win in there. Um, It's just, that is completely and utterly relegation form. And I think when it came to Sabri, Sabri got the fans on side. Um, Mm -hmm. When it was time for him to go, it still probably took me a bit longer than it should have to say Sabri out. Um, Just because he he brought that, he connected the fans, he brought that feeling back. He sort of liked the guy. With Chris Hutton, I haven't felt any of that. And I think the fans are completely and utterly done with him. You can tell on online, you can tell in the stands, not many people are behind him. So just get him gone. And I'm definitely Hutton out. I just think he can't do anything for us. I think, like you said, it's a waste of an international break because if he bought himself another game from drawing at Derby, what we lose tomorrow and he goes, for example, or we lose the next two and he goes. That's another three games dropped. So it's another three games wasted. So it doesn't really make much sense to me. Um, but whilst I say now, I think it's probably key to say that this regime and these owners have not covered themselves in glory whatsoever. Um, if you look at... The stuff Daniel yeah, Taylor's been tweeting about the club and that was a big one, even they've, David they've Johnson, the, one, the right. father of someone that plays for the club currently, <laughs> and that tweet has since been deleted, surprisingly. Um, it's just it's just poor. It's just really, really poor. All these promises that we were given when they came in hasn't happened. It feels like at the minute the fans are properly disconnected from the club. I'm not seeing the results. The stadium's a shithole. They can't even get bloody Mullavkin tire, right? Am I right? It's just, it's just shocking. So yeah, hooting out, but I'm still unsure whether we get a good manager in, whether they're doomed anyway because of the sort of people we have in place on the board to monitor them and and manage those, the manager we get in. Yeah, absolutely agree. I think there's there's something wrong at the club, which is fundamentally buried in it right now but you know this is the kind of thing that people say is like oh we should sack all the players you're not going to sack all the players you sack the manager well they're definitely not going to sack the owner and the chairman are they so we have to look at it logically and say the only thing that can change right now is the manager so um, so on that on that we're going to do a little segment where we're going to say right now that JJ Armstrong has been made the new Nottingham Forest boss. Yes, we are here. I am. Bonjour. Um, How are you doing? 
<laughs> and he walks into his dressing room with his uh, with his sharpie and his uh, nice big sheet of white paper, and he says to and bear in mind that everybody in the squad is match fit. He can pick anyone who's registered as a player at Forest. He has to walk into that dressing room and tell them what his formation and his starting 11 A team is. JJ, go for it. So I had Dane Murphy, how you doing? Um, pleasure to see you. First thing up, up top on the pumps, we want uh, Stella. Heineken <laughs> and a lovely splash of punk IPA. Oh, you know what as well, Guinness, Guinness. Oh, yes, please get those winter winter pints in. Um, yeah, that would be the first thing I'd change. Uh, get the seats cleaned up because they look like shit. There's a lot of bird shit on the floor. <laughs> uh, get someone who can play a bloody ball of Kintyre, right? That's for sure. That's a definite one. That's a big one. That that's uh, that's that's we've got a crowd on side now. Yeah. Um, and then I would say, look, I know everybody wanted Chris Wilder, but we couldn't afford him. So what we're going to do is I'm going to copy his formation because that's what I want to see. So I've sort of cheated a bit and gone for what Chris Wilder plays just so we can dream if he ever did come in. So we've gone for the Chris Wilder 5-3-2, which is three centre-backs, wing-backs, uh, three midfielders and two up top. Just, just before you jump in for your team, I've just thought I should have probably explained. I'm also going to do mine, and we're going to do a vote on Twitter. Yes, we'll we'll put it up on Twitter after. So please vote for which one you think is better. So, so JJ, begin. Anyway, don't don't interrupt the manager <laughs> like that, please. It's the respect you've got to have with this sort of thing. Bloody hell! Uh, so in goal. Uh, we'll go for Horvath because I can't stand to watch another Bruce Samba game. I don't mind if Samba's in. I don't mind if Horvath's in. But at the moment, I'm swinging towards Horvath because Samba's starting to really piss me off. Swinging, eh? Yeah. Um, so we've got Horvath in goal. Three centre-backs. We've got Mbiso, Worrell and McKenna. Imagine that. They are solid to have at the back. The dream. We've got right... Right wing backs, we've got right wing back. Sorry, we've got Otzi Tutu because um, I think he looks really good. However, he's dead, isn't he? could swap it out. He is dead, but this is if anyone's everyone's around. I thought. Oh yeah, so. true. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Yep. So it's been revived. <laughs> what is going like a right wing Jesus? <laughs> as in right wing back not like a political thing anyway and he's just let's, get, let's get out of that hole oh god I'm not going to dig myself any further into that um, I'll also say could do Finn back here um, it's a tough call to make but it would be one of those two although saying that as well Jed Spence looks alright but anyway Oxy Tutu he gets the, the start to prove himself so we've got centre-backs, Emiso, Worrell, McKenna with right-wing-back, Otzi Tutu and left-wing-back, Max Lowe. Gating Bong um, has been shipped away to the sea, so he's nowhere near my squad. So Max Lowe makes sense. Um, in the defensive midfield position, we have James Garner. JG37. Um, someone to break up the play, get his move in. There are two centre-mids in front of him. We've got Brennan Johnson and Zink and Argyle. John and Zink. Very nice. 
And uh, two up top, we've got Mighton and Taylor. Interesting. And we have Otzi Tutu, Max Lowe, fucking bombing it down the wings, getting as close to the corner flag as I possibly can, and whipping those balls in. Wow. Well, I like that. I like that so much that when I walk into that dressing room and I instantly throw a cup across the room to assert my dominance. Yeah, let's just say, let's just, let's pitch it. Uh, I've been in the job a few weeks, already been sacked, as is the forest way. So now you've oh, got, got the job. Come in, have I? Okay. I've w- walked in, yeah. I've dashed a teacup across the room, giving him the uh, Mike Bassett, uh, what's more, you'll be a man, my son speech. I've laid it on thick about being kidnapped by Brian Clough when I was a baby. And... Oh, give us a rest. <laughs> it melted my face. <laughs> uh, and then we're, ju- we're jumping in. I've got my pen. I've got my sharpie. And I'm writing on the board. Uh, Nottingham Forest will play three, four, fucking three. Ooh. Here we go. Ooh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go similarly. I'm going to go. I want Ethan, Ethan Horvath in goal. Uh, once a huge fan of Bruce Samba, but I think he's literally lost his head. Um, I'm going to go for a, back, a familiar back three. If you were paying attention, of uh, Loic Embasso, Joseph Worrell, and Scott McKenna. See, you're getting the team on your side already. You're going first name. You're making it yeah. a bit more of a personal touch. Maybe that's why I didn't connect with them. There you go. Uh, right wing back. Uh, special mention to Jed Spence, who I didn't think was particularly bad, uh, especially first half on on Saturday, uh, Sunday. Sorry, but I'm going for the uh, the saviour that is Finn back at right wing back, especially with those balls down the line and stuff like that. And then uh, Max right. Lowe at left wing back because there's literally no other option, and he was pretty decent on Sunday. Uh, I was going to say, give him give him some credit. Yeah. <laughs> he was he was good. Uh, and then in central midfield, I want a I want a nice pivot, so I'm going for uh, the thirty seven thirty eight combo of James Garner and Tyrese Fornar. Um Because at any point, I feel, I feel like it could be a bit, bit of a diamond almost, but like a rotating diamond. One can go, one can sit at all times. And then up top, I'm having uh, Zinkanagel and Mighton on the opposite flank so they can cut in. In behind, a false nine of Brennan Johnson. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's my team based on uh, moving the ball quickly. Don't really mind if it's in the air or on the floor, but get it down, get it, get it, get it moved quickly. That's my, uh, that's my, that's my only ask. So uh, what, we'll, what we'll do is JJ will work his magic and get a, a naughty little bit of a graphic, a couple of graphics up. We'll get a vote going once this pod's live and uh, let us know who would be your master and commander, please. I like that, I'd, I'd absolutely love to see either of them just once. Mm. <laughs> I would love just, to just see once. <laughs> just once. Just please. Um, so I suppose that takes us on to um, the stay of execution, as these two games will probably be known, which is uh, Middlesbrough at home, which is tomorrow or tonight, depending on when this has been edited, um, and Huddersfield away on Saturday. JJ, what do you think to, to those two? <sighs> I mean, could you think of any worse team to go to after playing as shit as we have been? Then a new Warnock side. It's at Can home. You... It's at home. That's the only. I mean, yeah. Does that matter? We're we're gonna get shit out of foot. It's it's not gonna be pretty. Um, Middlesbrough and Huddersfield both. I'm not sat here really excited by it. Um, as it stands, Huddersfield are 
nil-nil with Blackpool. Obviously, by tomorrow, we'll have we'll know. By the time you listen to this, we'll have known what that result is. Maybe Huddersfield got battered 10-0 by Blackpool. Who knows? One can only hope. Um, I think, and this sounds extremely pessimistic, but I think this is a reflection of how poorly we are at the moment. I think we'll do well to come away with one point, is my from, thought. From, and I think that games. is from both games. Um, so two points in total. Um, I think this, I think that it's got to be hooting out, even if he draws both, surely. I, I, I think he needs a dub from either game. But that's my, that's my, uh, I think it's more likely to come at Huddersfield away. I think you're right in saying that the absolute worst thing that could happen to us as a club right now is playing a Neil Warnock team. Um, yeah. I th- he needs a dub from either game. Without that, um, surely. He's a- any, any of those games, if we lose any of those games, I think that's him. Yeah. Has to be. Has to be. Although Dane Murphy's getting. Dave Murphy's not here because he's getting married on Friday, apparently. So, is he? Don't know if that has any reflection on whether we get rid of him or not. Has to go get his hair dyed, especially, won't he? Yeah, hopefully, he's uh, got a short honeymoon so that we can get him get out and fucked off. Although, saying that equally, if we come away with six points, you know, next podcast we might be a bit happier. Could be on. I tell you what, actually, whilst we're here, I'm dropping on this on your live, actually, on. Um, because I'd completely forgot. I'm actually away next week. I'm going to Belfast for a week for a wedding. So we may as well predict the next game after that. So there will be a week without a podcast. So that is the next game after that is against Millwall at home. Do we think by the time we next sit down, which will be after the Millwall game, do we think Hooten will still be manager of Nottingham Forest? Um... I think there's more chance of you remembering that there's such a thing as a laptop and your microphone's really small and we can definitely do one while you're in Belfast um, <laughs> than him being our manager. I can't, I just, I just, I, I kind of respect the fact that we haven't sacked him already because they're trying something different because this hasn't worked in the past. But as I keep reminding everyone that I said when they brought him in is that even if this went well and we ended up in the Premier League, that this would only happen down the road. It was same as at Brighton. You know, Brighton don't particularly have an identity as a football club. We do. And that identity as we, is we try to play good football and he will never, ever, ever succeed because he doesn't try to fit in with that identity. Um, and I just, I can't see what he can do to turn this around. So no, I don't think he'll be a manager after the Millwall game. Um, what about you JJ I hope he's not um, if he is and it's off the back of three wins fucking happy days more, pa- more power to you brother more power to yeah, you like, we, like me and Jacob always say we want we would want anyone associated with Forest to be the best mm-hmm. uh, and if they end up being that we end up winning the league because of it oh yeah nice I'm, Ali, I'm wrong Ali so much humble pie if he yeah. if he wins all three of these games and we come back, I will I will literally eat humble pie on video yeah. uh, to the point where I have to throw up. So <coughs> happily I as mean, well, with a big shitty yeah. grin on my face, he'd be loving it. I mean, I'd love to just win one to be honest. Um, 
the fact yeah. we're bottom of the table, the only team in the championship not to have won a game with one point. I think it's bloody depressing. I think it almost looks worse that it's one rather than zero. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't think he'll he will be um, manager of the club the next time we speak. However, I hope if he is, I hope it's for good reason and that it's because he's won all three games and not because we can't afford to sack him. We've lost all three. We're still bottom with one point and the club is in a fucking mess. So yeah, that's that's the situation. And I'd just like to take this opportunity to say, please, God, do not get John Terry in. I'd want nothing to do with that. Chris Wilder, yeah. please. John Terry, some fanboys might think it's a good appointment. You're looking at Lampard effect where he's just going to use the club until something bigger comes along. No, thank you. And he's a bit of a fucking scumbag as well. I, yeah, I I appreciate what we could be trying to do by appointing someone like John Terry, but we don't need that. We need we need somebody who's had recent championship success, and that would be Chris Wilder for me. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, or, or you know, I'm happy to trust. I think. You know, so I work with someone at, at work. Surprisingly, there you go. I work with someone at work. It's such a stupid sentence. Uh, I work with someone who's a Barnsley fan um, and I've sort of followed them a bit more than I regularly would. And the appointments of Struber and Ismail were amazing. And no one had really heard of them too much before. So if Dane Murphy can find us a Valerian Ismail, a diamond in the rough, I mean, I'm happy with that. As long as they play attacking football that's what we we're crying out for I sort of trust that he will find someone like that so yeah I'd yeah. love to see Chris Wilder but if you can find someone like Ismail yes please sir so I, I think an easier way instead of going what would you think the score will be I will ask you a different question to round this week's yeah. episode off I will say so after Middlesbrough at home Huddersfield away and I presume Millwall away how many points do you think we'll get out of those games um, I'll be I was going to say I'll, I'll be optimistic but even saying that it really isn't optimistic at all but I'm going to go with four I think we'll have two two, two. yeah two was my first four and I thought I'd be optimistic and say four <laughs> but then you think that includes a draw and a loss so it's not really that optimistic yeah so that concludes this cheery episode of the Miss Rolling In podcast. Um, yeah. Join us next time where we talk about death, war and famine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening. As always, uh, if you're a new listener, thank you for joining us for the first time. And um, you it. You it. You it.